everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. And we have yet another episode um, during the month of Ramadan where I try to share stories that's related to uh, bulan Ramadan. Okay, so this ep- um, episode is actually... Uh, an episode about a mosque in Singapore. Um, the name of the mosque is Masjid Omar Salma. If you guys are unaware of an existence of such masjid, um, you should Google it. Um, it is a very interesting um, masjid because, number one, it's it's still very old. I mean, not old. I mean, how, how do you say it? Like, you know how some like most masjids now are renovate, right? But this masjid is still very, like, very old school, you know. It's uh, like macam masjid um dekat dekat yang sembawang tu, you know. Um, but this one is okay. Dekat sembawang tu, kau nak kena masuk. You have to enter from uh the side of the road, in, uh from Andrews Avenue tu. You just go all the way in. You will you will hear uh find pertempatan right where the masjid is like in the middle of a clearing. There you will find a masjid there. Um, for this masjid, so this is dekat Jalan Masho in Novena. Um, if you guys have the chance to to pray in that masjid, um, you'll find that the place is very very um, peaceful because it's right in the middle of nowhere. Like literally, it's in the middle. <laughs> like if you Google maybe right, like macam from Novena, if you enter Andrews Andrew Andrew Road, Andrew Road, um, in front there is a Faiz Flora, right? But you just go up all the way inside, you will find the masjid. So behind the masjid is this clearing. Uh, no, not clearing. It's like this macam vegetation. On the other side of the vegetation is the Bukit Brown Cemetery. And um, if you go to the other side, it's Mount Pleasant. So if you from Mount Pleasant, there, kalau kau go all the way down, you'll find the old media cop lah. Um, where yeah, the old media cop is like at Caldy Court there. So this masjid is um an old school masjid, and apparently, I've heard like quite like quite a fair bit of stories about the masjid, but I have never found anyone to really talk about it, like who have experienced something. Um, I would say supernatural, you know, in in that in that space, and um, a friend of mine actually shared with me this story about how he met this mysterious man, um, that nobody saw and only he saw, um, but 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 the stories that I heard about this mosque was that, I mean, it is it is a very quiet mosque and all that, and and uh, there's been a couple of stories that I heard, um, this is from I mean just hearsay lah, right. Where, where like people will see macam like white things um just waiting and just staring at you from the bushes you know while you are praying and then uh there are stories about how people are unable to get out of that of that road so that like they just go around in circles so they will find themselves going in circles because um there's actually two road okay so like there will be an there'll be like a road and then you will go to the left or to the right. So they say that um, if you salah turn, I, I don't know, if you, or if you're just unlucky, you will end up going back in a circle again and again and again. And sometimes it's not even, it's not even the GPS. It's just something is at work lah. But I, okay, but so far I, I've never experienced it. I do not know of anyone who, um, you know, who have experienced it firsthand. So I can't vouch for that for that truth, because these are just things that I hear people say. But I met this gentleman. Uh, he is a frequent um, worshipper at that mosque. And he said that this happened during Ramadan. Okay, so this happened in Ramadan last year, he said, last year. Um, last year, Ramadan, still COVID. So everything was very, um, everything had to be very 
you have you have to book right you have to book an appointment correct you have to book an appointment and you cannot just anyhow go to the mosque correct because they have like um you have the rules and regulations to 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 to, to I mean to to adhere to so he went to the mosque uh, he got a slot in the mosque and he said it was during maghrib time all right so it was during maghrib and he wanted to um what 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 call it he wanted to do his prayers there lah so he said i went there and uh, of course you have to bring your own you have to bring your own sajada and all that um so when i went there i was aku tengah ambil wudu okay, i was i was taking my ablution and i saw this pachi i didn't see the pachi macam okay because it's a very quiet place and okay, it's not a small masjid it's quite a big masjid but Everything is streamlined because it's COVID, right? So everyone goes in and out from the same entrance, correct? So he said that I I didn't see this pachi anywhere around there, but he just happened to be standing there dekat tempat wudu. But what was very weird was that he wasn't um he wasn't taking his wudu, so he was just standing there. So it was very weird because it's like people just want to quickly get get it done and over with and then just go and pray right and then go back right. But he's just like standing there, and he's just like, so that he said there, there, there's he does a stool at the side there, and he sat at the stool, and he was just looking at people go in and out of the uh, washing area, you know. So this this gentleman, this gentleman who came forward to me, um, he was, I mean, he saw lah the guy, so he went into the washing area and he started to take his wudu, and and while he was taking his wudu, he kept on looking at this guy, then this guy was like lock eyes at him, okay. Because I think the guy was just looking around, looking around, looking around at random, random people. And then I think he saw that this guy was looking at him. So, they locked eyes. And then he smiled. So, the guy in the wudu tu, he just smiled. And then he, nod, he made a slight nod and he smiled. So, after he finished taking his wudu, he actually um, went out. Lah. So, he had to go out of the wudu area and he had to meet this guy. He had to walk this guy. So, he said, this guy was to my left. <laughs> So when I walk past him, he look at me. Then he raised his hands and cakap, "Nak uh, maghrib?" So the guy said, "Yeah, yeah, nak maghrib." And he said, "Okay, solat dengan baik, insyaallah." Something like something along those lines. I don't, I don't quite remember because, <laughs> yeah, it was it was some some other words like that he said, but he was along the lines of like, um, "Salam baik baik." Um, um, something like that. Some guys to sampun or something like that. So the guy said, "Okay, fine." So the guy just went into the 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 day one lah to 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 solat, right? He didn't think much about it. He want to he want to go and pray. So he said they were all getting ready for prayers. Okay, so the call for, the, the 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 call for prayers already started, and then he went to the front. So he was in the second row. I think there were about three rows. He said three or four rows. He don't remember. So because. Everyone have to rapatkan saf, right? So okay. So when when Muslims pray, um, we have to rapatkan saf, okay. But because this is COVID, you actually have to stay where you are, right? So it's like one meter distance, okay. So there's no more rapatkan saf. When he was standing at his spot, alright, he saw. So okay. So there's markings on the floor, right? On on the carpet because it will it will tell you where you can put your sajada and all that. So he put his his stuff there. Dekat belakang, he saw the guy, he saw the pacik. And the pacik was occupying one slot lah. Right. So he turned, and he saw the pacik. And after the pacik, it smiled again at him. So he just went like, and then he just like, not lah. So he just went, went ahead, nothing, nothing, whatever. Then, 
he started praying so he prayed along the congreg- uh, congregation he was praying when he prayed tahiyatul akhir okay the last the last one when you say assalamualaikum right so he turned to his right assalamualaikum and he turned to his left assalamualaikum when he turned to his left there was a window right okay so he was he was um praying and then of course there's like windows lie the side right he said i was probably like maybe the fourth person by the window i saw the pachit standing there at the window and again he was smiling at me so i said eh dini bukan solat belakang aku ke tadi like how he finished so fast like, how he finished the prayer so fast and he was there so he didn't think much about it he just turned and then he just said assalamualaikum and then he saw the pakcik smile and then whatever so he turned back when he turned back to the front he did his prayers and then he turned again to the right to see that same spot that spot is filled with another guy so it's not the pakcik it was, it was another guy then he's like eh where did that pakcik go like how come he so means he didn't pray lah he was just there throughout okay never mind that was the first weird thing okay takpe so he went out So when he went out He saw the pachi sitting You know He saw the pachi sitting At the same spot Dekat tempat wudu tu But he said My suspicions became Very um Very wild Because No one was Interacting with him Okay It seems As if Nobody can see him Except for me And he, This pachi Know that I can see him So he's always looking at me. So when I exited the, when I when I exited the 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 um prayer hall, he smiled at me, and he started to wave. So this guy was like, okay, it'll be freaky now. So I didn't, so I I didn't want to like approach him, whatever. So I just much like, I just raised my hand back, whatever, yeah, whatever, and then he said, I went straight to my to my moto. So he was riding a moto. Okay, tapa. When he okay, so you have to okay, so he has to walk to his motor dekat luar lah. It's it's parked at at the side there lah, you know. Um, there's no there's no like, uh, it's not a proper parking. It's like a open space lah where you can put your where you can yeah you can park your cars and you can park your motor and that. So he walked out. He says I didn't feel the need to talk to this pachi. Okay, I didn't feel the need to talk to this pachi. I just walked out because it was very weird and I was not feeling nice. He said macam. You know how sometimes like your body tell you like, eh, aku takut macam like it's you know it's something not right, but you just can't shake off the feeling. Yeah, so it was that feeling. So he said, aku buat bodoh, and I just went out of the masjid. When I went out of the masjid, I went to my moto. So the last time I the last the last time I looked, so I I look again at, at that same spot. The party wasn't there anymore. Kita apa? So he said, for a good 20 to 30 seconds, aku duduk dekat atas aku punya motor. I was looking at the entire congregation who was coming out from the from the mosque. And I'm like, where did this pakcik go? So he said, takkan dia staff of the masjid Umar Salma? Like, is he a staff? Is he like the caretaker? Like, okay, if he is, then where is he? So he said, for a good 30 seconds, I was sitting on my motorcycle. I was looking around. I was like, where did this pakcik go? Nothing, no way, no way. So he said, you know what? Okay, fine. This is not nice. I'm going to go back. Okay, because already started to go dark already. Okay, tak apa. <laughs> so, he took his motorcycle and he started riding off lah. Alright? Now, riding off. So it's like this long stretch of road before you reach the main road in front at the Novena there. 
said aku buat motor kapcai okay i'm i hi okay, i don't know how to explain motor kapcai i'm not a motor person but it's a very basic motor okay it's like the motor where like it's only good for one person like if there's another person sitting behind you you can feel the weight okay because it's a very yeah it's like an entry level um motorcycle halfway through tengah driving uh, tengah tengah riding tu aku rasa aku punya motor berat i felt my motor become heavy and the engine just went from like to like so like you know that the engine is working extra hard because there's an additional weight then he said that's effed up because i'm the only one riding it's like there's no one behind me okay aku tak aku tak boncing siapa-siapa i'm i'm not like you know there's no pillion it was just me so he said he was riding and riding before he exit this long road Okay, before he exit this long road, he was supposed to, like, macam nak, nak, nak masuk to the main road lah, you know. So, he said, it's quite, it's not dark. I mean, it's just lights. But, like, you know that there's more lights outside. Okay. Before he exit, before he exit, he said, in that whole noise of my engine going, like that, and I'm wearing my helmet, right? I heard a man's voice. And he said the man's voice was very, very clear. The man's voice cakap, Selamat tinggal. <laughs> so he said, I nearly got into an accident. Because I actually stopped my motorcycle. So what he heard was, Before before he exited the road, He heard a really, He said it was clear as day. Okay, it's not macam, It's as if I'm wearing headphones. I'm wearing a earpiece and someone is talking into that earpiece and it said goodbye before I left and I I, I exited the road. So I was shocked. I stopped the motorcycle. I actually looked back and there's no one. <laughs> so there's, there's another car coming. He said there's another car coming in out, out from that same road. So I didn't feel that scared. But after that, He said, I open off, I I I took off my 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 helmet. So I went to the side of the road. I took off my helmet. Aku macam, you know, aku, aku, aku macam calm myself down, you know. Like, I didn't want to like macam think much about it. I calm myself, I calm myself, I calm myself down. And then he said, um, once everything's okay, I put on my 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 uh, helmet back and I had to ride my motorcycle. And that's when I felt, eh, now it's light again. So he said he didn't know. So he, when he was telling his parents, so he said, I told my parents about it. And then parents said like, oh, maybe he's just like some good spirit who just wants to like befriend you or whatever. And then it's like, uh, okay. So he didn't, so he's like, okay, whatever. So the tido. And he said that for the next three or four nights, they keep mimpi of that guy. Tapi dalam mimpi ni, lelaki ni tak berbual, pakcik ni tak berbual. And he said that in that dream, it's always, I'm always tengah ambil wudu. Okay, so that scene was always replaying in his dream. <sighs> okay, I do not know why I feel very un- uneasy telling you this story. Um, so he said in the in the next three four nights, aku keep aku tidur aku akan mimpi pakcik tu. So in that same dream, I will always I will always be um taking my ablution antara mi wudu and my arms will be locked to this pakcik. But in my dream, okay, in my dream, this pakcik punya macam dia macam bercahaya gitu so he said like there's something that's like lighting up this guy it's as if he's standing in front of a spotlight 
yeah that, 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 that kind of shining like he cannot explain what kind of glow is it but it's as if the guy is standing in front of a spotlight ah you know um and everything else is dark so everything else is dark and in that dream it's just me alone in that tempat tekat tempat ami wuduk tu and nampak pacik ni and that's it and just only the two of us in that dream because so how how would the dream end The dream would, I mean, like the dream would just end like that, lah. It would just end like it's just like a, like advertisement in a dream, or like a, like part of that dream where I would dream of this party. He said, "I can never forget his face," and he said that I've been to that masjid like many, many times after that, you know, because he says I, he works nearby. So he says like, ever since that day, I started going more and more to that mosque, you know, um, of course to pray, lah, of course, you know, but he said like, much other hikmah, lah, just like. Because I also want, because I want to pray, and also because I'm intrigued by who this Pachi is. But he said I I went there for like another five six times to that same mosque, at at like the same timing, and I said I never saw that Pachi again. So, yeah, I mean, he said I did want I did want to ask like the members of the mosque lah, you know whether. They know of this Pachi or whatever. Maybe it's just a human being. Like I just made made like a, a a ghost story out of it. But he said I was shy to ask, and um, it was just very weird, lah. That I couldn't find the Pachi after six, seven, like five, six times of being in the same. Because if he was a staff of the mosque, you would see him again. You know, I mean, that's just how it goes. Like if you are the staff of the mosque, you would see the same person every single time when you enter the mosque. You know, but I mean, I never saw the Pachi ever again after that dream, or after that incident. It's not particularly a scary story, but bila pak dia cakap selamat tinggal tu, it's like why are you following me? <laughs> so he said like this is the story that happened at Masjid Umar Salma lah. Um, but it's, it's 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 I'm not trying to deter you from going to the mosque. It is a very beautiful mosque. If you go there during the day, it's very nice. It's very quaint, very quiet. It's just it's just like in the middle of a field. Like literally, you're in the middle of a field. Um, it's one of the last few mosques in Singapore that is, um, I think, really like a throwback in time kind of mosque. You know, it's a very, uh, it has a very se- very vintage seventies eighties feel to it. So if you, you guys should go there if you guys want to, um, you know, um, find out more about Masjid Masalma. And um, yeah, so with that, I've come to the end of this um exchange. I'm sorry that this is not like a really scary scary story. Um, by this Ramadan after all So you meet all types of spirits And all types of beings right So I just wanted to share this story And I hope to um, share more stories with you In the upcoming episodes of Barahantu Thank you so much guys for listening And good night everyone <laughs>